the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hundreds of thousands of students will be going back to school in Chicago. The Chicago Teachers Union has reached agreement with Chicago Public Schools on COVID-19 safety protocols that will allow classes in the nation's third largest district to resume on Wednesday. COVID is no longer a top priority for a lot of Americans. Just 37% of Americans say COVID-19 is a top priority for the government to work on in 2022. Tax season will get started early this year. You'll be able to file your taxes on January 24th, 17 days earlier than last year. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, January 11th. I'm Mike Scott. Students in the nation's third largest school district will resume classes this week after leaders of the Chicago Teachers Union accepted a proposal with the district over COVID-19 safety protocols. Correspondent Mike Gracia has the latest. The Chicago Teachers Union has reached agreement with Chicago Public Schools on COVID-19 safety protocols that will allow classes in the nation's third largest district to resume on Wednesday. The two sides had been in a standoff that led to cancellation of classes for four days as of Monday. The full deal still requires approval by the union's 25,000 members. Details of the agreement were not immediately disclosed, but issues had included metrics that would lead to school closures amid virus outbreaks and expanded COVID-19 testing. As negotiations bogged down last week, the Chicago Teachers Union voted to revert to online instruction and told teachers not to show up in person at schools. I'm Mike Gracia. A top delivery company in Israel says rapid antigen tests have become its most in-demand product. As the Omicron variant tears through the population and prompts the government to scramble policies. Wolt The Finnish company that served Israel since 2018 says the demand for antigen tests has skyrocketed in just days. It says someone orders an antigen test at least every three seconds. In an AP interview, Lior Eskol with Walt Israel says they've seen a spike in business during the Omicron wave as people order rapid antigen tests for home delivery. So Walt actually partnered with its uh, farm partner and allows people to order COVID tests so they can do at home. Uh, And by doing that, they can actually feel more safe and uh, decrease the risk of exposure. According to a new survey here in the United States, the pandemic has receded as a top priority in many voters' minds to start 2022. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. A poll from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research finds the economy and rising worries about inflation are overshadowing coronavirus concerns. The poll shows just 37% of Americans say COVID-19 is a top priority for the government to work on in 2022. That compares with 53% who said it was at the start of last year. 
Instead, 68% of Americans polled named the economy as the government's top concern. Speaker Nancy Pelosi has invited President Biden to deliver his first State of the Union address on March 1. Details from correspondent Bernie Bennett. Pelosi wrote in a letter to Mr. Biden, quote, I'm writing to invite you to address a joint session of Congress on Tuesday, May 1st, to share your vision of the State of the Union. The White House did not immediately confirm whether Mr. Biden would accept the invitation. Last year, the president delivered an address in April to a joint session of Congress, laying out his agenda and vision for the nation roughly 100 days after he took office. But this year's speech will be his first formal State of the Union address, when the president typically recaps the past year's accomplishments and their agenda for the coming year. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The Georgia prosecutor weighing whether former President Trump and others committed crimes by trying to pressure state election officials said a decision on whether to bring charges could come soon. In an interview on January 4th, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis says a decision on the investigation into former President Trump should come within the next six months. I do think that we are moving in a direction that I would expect to be starting to make decisions and things that become public, whether I want them to or not, within the first half of this calendar year. This year's tax filing season will begin on January 24. The IRS announced on Monday that's 17 days earlier than last year. It's correspondent Mike Hempen has details. The Internal Revenue Service has announced you'll be able to file your taxes on January 24th, 17 days earlier than last year. The IRS warns that a resurgence of COVID-19 infections, along with Congress authorizing less funding than the Biden administration requested, could make filing taxes this year very challenging. IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick says taxpayers should file their returns electronically to get their refunds by direct deposit. This year's tax filing deadline is April 18th. Mike Hemp in Washington. Senator Elizabeth Warren is accusing the FED of a cover-up in a trading scandal dating back to 2020. Bob Agnew reports. Warren, one of the Senate's foremost critics of the nation's banking system, says she sent several requests for information about trades made by Fed officials. Warren is demanding more information about the stock trades involved, as well as ethics changes the Fed made in response to the scandal. In a letter to Chairman Jerome Powell, Warren says failure to disclose the information, in her words, raises suspicions the Fed is not publicly disclosing the full extent of the scandal. Bob Agner reporting. The Fed vice chair is the latest official to quit in the trading scandal. Correspondent Mike Gracio reports. Federal Reserve Vice Chair Richard Clarida says he will step down on Friday, becoming the third Fed official to resign under a cloud regarding potential conflicts of interest. Last week, the New York Times reported that Clarida amended his financial disclosure in late December to show that he had sold and then repurchased shares in a stock fund within a matter of days in February 2020, when the coronavirus threatened the global economy. Clarida had previously only reported the purchases, which came a day before Fed Chair Jerome Powell announced the Fed was prepared to support markets and the economy. Last year, Robert Kaplan, who was president of the Dallas Federal Reserve, and Eric Rosengren, who headed the Boston Fed, also stepped down after their questionable trading was revealed. Mike Crossia, Washington.
In a medical first, doctors transplanted a pig heart into a patient in a last-ditch effort to save his life. And the Maryland hospital said Monday he's doing well three days after the highly experimental surgery. Correspondent Jennifer King has more on that story. 57-year-old David Bennett was dying, too sick to be eligible to receive a human heart transplant. In a last-ditch effort, doctors at the University of Maryland School of Medicine in Baltimore gave Bennett a heart from a genetically modified pig. Prior attempts at such transplants have failed, but in this case, the pig's genes had been spliced to remove a sugar in its cells that's responsible for the normally quick rejection by the human body. Doctors say the patient is doing well three days after the seven-hour surgery. While it's too soon to know if the operation will really work, Dr. David Klassen with the United Network for Organ Sharing said the Maryland transplant can be characterized as a watershed event, a tentative step forward in a decades-long quest to one day use human organs for life-saving transplants. I'm Jennifer King. And finally, he was a couple of weeks late for Christmas, but a man in Maryland has been busted after he got stuck in a chimney. Correspondent Jason Walker explains. At first, police didn't find anyone when a possible break-in was reported at 3 in the morning in a Silver Spring home. But police returned when residents said they heard noises. This time, they found the man stuck in the chimney. He was taken to a hospital under police escort after firefighters were able to free him. Police did say the man was not wearing a red suit and there was no sign of any reindeer on the roof. Jason Walker reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.